Hey guys, welcome back to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am your host, as always, Cody Owen. We are sitting down today with Chad Curry from CLC Landscaping, and we are brought to you by Green Frog Web Design. Shout out to Green Frog. There is a link down in the description. You can get your website set up with them if you've got a sad website and you want to make it a happy website. Give Ezra a holler. All right, Chad, I am so excited to get you on. This episode has been in the oven for a while now. <laughs> yes, I'm super has. excited to get us started. We are talking about electric equipment because, and this is important, this is not a theoretical, hypothetical, you know, shooting the shit sort of thing. Your maintenance division at your not tiny lawn care and landscaping business is entirely electric. So Chad is speaking from experience. There's no like, it can't be done. <laughs> you know, I always see that in the threads where people are like, you can't do it. Yeah. And it's like, well, but Chad is. So yeah, man, thanks for coming on to clear up some some rumors and some misinformation for us. Yeah, absolutely, man, Cody. I appreciate you having me. Uh, it's always a pleasure to get on here and you know chat with you about stuff. You know, I know we definitely, yeah, we've had some, you know, it's, it's been a struggle to get us to this point just to talk about it, but I'm excited to, you know, kind of go through that and some of the I guess successes and struggles with electric equipment and why I believe in it and why we made that change. I guess if we can want, if you want, we can just kind of shoot it off. I can kind of tell everybody why we started in the first place and what actually moved me into it. Um, yeah. So essentially about, I want to say is about two and a half years ago. It was kind of right at the beginning of COVID. Um, you know, it, at the end of the day, it worked out really well for us. Um, there was a lot of benefits that we didn't see because we weren't expecting COVID. Right. So, so we've always, and everybody knows, side run, everybody knows how, you know, like mowers and maintenance and repairs and all that stuff can be a pain in the butt and you, you have to have equipment to make money. And so we run currently, we're running three, um, we're hoping to have a fourth mowing crew that will run consistently. Um, and that's two main crews we do. For the majority, we're using, we're in the area of 6,000 square foot turf side lawns on average. So it's little cookie cutter homes. So we're using push mowers, little stuff like that. All your know, typical trimmers, edges, all that stuff. Um, we do do some acreage properties, and I will, I will admit, we are not 100% electric, and it's simply for the fact that our target market is the smaller homes. We still have some bigger clients because um, we do project work, and we don't want to just give that maintenance up. And I'm haven't gotten to the okay feeling that I want to spend $35,000 or $25,000 on a electric big mower, and I'll get to another reason as to why I haven't done that as well, but. So right now we only have, again, those crews go out with all electric handhelds for the, the big lawns, um, but they do run two stag, you know, 36 and 52 inch motors. So we're not, not there yet. We're almost, but yeah. so back about three years ago or so, uh, you know, I got sick and tired of, so my dad is my production manager and he's been with me for about seven years, but he's always, he's the jack of all trades, right? He's the one that's, he's fixing stuff. He's, he's doing the repairs, this, that, and the other. And there was a point in time where dead middle of the summer, we're trying to keep lawns going. We've got these. 30 inch X marks, which, you know, love them, hate them, whatever. I know people have different opinions about them. Personally, you'll probably know my opinions, which is why I switched. But, you know, it was every single week that was multiple issues, whether it's a belt, pulley, a drivetrain, uh, an engine, a carburetor, this, that, and the other. And so I, I just got sick of it. I was like, this is, you know, we spent $2,000 on this mower and we can't make money with it. And, and then you got clients who are unhappy because you can't finish. So, anyways, what we found, or actually, and I can't claim all the credit to this, but this is the number one reason that we switched. So when my dad started, um, he actually worked with one of the mowing crews. And um, he's more, he's got the mindset, efficiency mindset. And so I remember him coming in one day um, with a 
Echo Weed Eater and was just pissed. And he was like, I am so sick of this shit. This stupid thing should turn on. I don't understand why. You know, like it, it's just, you know, and again, he can understand small engines. And so basically, long story short, is we realized that, okay, he goes, we're sitting on, I'll never forget, we we're sitting in my garage at the time. It was like I was looking at the house. And he goes, how much is the car? I don't know, 35 bucks. He goes, okay. And how much, you know, he's like, this weed eater doesn't start every single property. We're doing 20 a day. That's just one weed eater. That doesn't include other equipment, right? That doesn't start when it's supposed to. Two, let's say two minutes times 20, it's 60 minutes. And you know that if you're doing an average like for us, we want to do about 80 bucks an hour. So it was called a hundred for the sake of conversation. Dude, that's, I mean, that's a huge loss, right? Just, I mean, that's, I'm basically losing a hundred dollars a day just because my equipment doesn't start, right? So I could afford to you know, replace the carburetor basically twice a day. So that put us in the mindset of the little numbers, the little minutes that matter on every property when you're do, especially on smaller properties. Gotcha. Um, they add up like crazy. So anyways, now you fast forward and I've been keeping an eye on electric market. I always like to stay ahead of the game. I, I try to in ways I want to be just a new and improved processes and, and things that, you know, you kind of stick with the times. Right. And so I knew it wasn't there yet, but then here recently um, there was a big push, obviously with the Tesla, you see all the car manufacturers are, you know, pushing electric. So with all those broken equipment, we, I was just sick of it. I said, fine, we're going to make a change. And we worked, we decided to go with Greenworks Commercial. Um, we've looked at Ego Pro and stuff like that, which, you know, it, really what I would tell anybody on here is if you're going to switch, and this, this goes with gas, electric, doesn't matter. Get a piece of equipment with a dealer that is local to you or close and that stands behind what they do and, and it can help you because that was one of the biggest struggles when we did switch. Um, we, we just here recently got set up with a, a company that's local that got set up with Greenworks and they're a dealer now. And so before we were an hour and a half away, it was a pain. So with that, the main reason we switched was because it's pretty simple. An electric piece of equipment, it either turns on or it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's very little things that can go wrong with it. You know, yeah, your wheels are going to break, you know, they're going to wear out, your blades got to be changed, but that's, that's typical, right? It's the... Mm -hmm the motor and everything else. It's just very simple. And so now that brings us into the issue where we have a lot of batteries, right? So kind of how I mentioned earlier, why I haven't switched to the big mowers is the big mowers they have to be charged. They have to actually, the batteries don't come off. Our mowers, yeah. they hold two batteries. Same battery can fit across the board at any piece of any one of our pieces of equipment. It's 82 volt, five amp batteries. I think they make nine amp now, but they're a little heavy for handhelds. And we wanted to keep it very standard and very structured across the board so we can scale it. So that right there was kind of the main reason why we switched, right? I said, okay, well, I'm going to make the investment. It was about a $30,000 investment um, that we, because, you know, and granted, I'm guilty of just kind of diving headfirst into things. And luckily, this one kind of panned out. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, luckily, because $30,000 isn't, isn't really chump change. So especially when we did, it was a lot of money to me at the time. And it still is. And so mm -hmm. we... We kind of so we kind of adopt this new idea, and it's funny. Our guys had a had a name for the the lawnmowers themselves. They, they called them the Fisher Price mowers because they felt kind of cheesy, you know, they just because they're so light. But there was a there was a benefit, and these are some little side benefits that I found over the course of you know using. So I know I'm talking a lot about the mowers. I'll touch on the uh, handhelds here in a second, but one, they're super light. Okay, they're lighter than your standard push mower, right? So when it's raining, not pouring down rain, but we can cut when the grass is a little bit wet. Um, they're not amazing 
in gra- wet grass, but they're actually stronger than most gas-powered mowers. Electric engine has less yeah. torque or, or has a lot more torque, less friction. It's like a Tesla. Cody, I know you know that, yeah. you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing that was important to me. And, and so it actually has a lot of power. I think people get uh, this idea that, oh, it's, it's not as strong as that and the other. And I'll argue it all day long now because I, I personally use it. I, I would not stand behind something that I don't use. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy to argue like, oh, gas mowers have more torque on the blade than electric. It's like, no, no, that's like the thing we, there's a reason no one uses a gas powered uh, drill, like electric motors produce torque. That's yeah. the thing they do. That's what they need. Yeah. And you need something, especially when the grass is thick to cut through it. Now, you know, there's, there's still obviously limiting factors, right? You can't go through 12 mm-hmm. inches of grass with a mower and expect them to do it. It's just not physically, you know, it's not physically possible. So but with that, so they were pretty light, you know, we can use the same batteries across the board. So then we have, you know, again, it's simple. It's, it's either it works or doesn't, right? Well, they came with a two-year warranty, a two-year commercial warranty. And especially because when we adopted it, they were relatively new. And it's been pretty much, I mean, it's like, hey, this isn't working. You take it and they, you know, give us another one. So it's yeah. almost like, it's like throwaway. But guess what? We can keep the batteries. Right? So keeping the batteries, um, they, like I have quickie salt. So for those of you who don't know, it's concrete salt for our production, our landscape side. I got two of those and they're both battery. I've got battery pole saws, battery chainsaws, same batteries. So mm. those are, and I've heard a lot of people that have gone to battery chainsaws because of the torque that have said, I never will buy another gas powered chainsaw again, ever. Because you have all the other things, you got your carburetor, you got, especially on the small engines, you got those carburetor gum, you know, that gets gummed up. It's just, I mean, the other day in my garage, I was trying to use my blower who I've used that true fuel in it and all that stuff. I don't use it, you know, maybe once a month, but it wouldn't, didn't want to run right because even with the true fuel, everything else is just, it got gummed up and, and it was a brand new blower. It still looks brand new because I don't use it a lot, but that right there goes out the window when you go battery, right? So the general makeup of what we have on our vans, is uh, we sent them out with, so we actually have been sending them out with three mowers or it's supposed to be three, but we were having some issues with the mowers. I'll give, I'll, I'll say that okay. there was drivetrain issues, uh, and they had since they were like it was like plastic gears inside of it, and they just they would, I mean, mm. go out pretty quickly. So they've since upgraded those, and we've, you know, again they stood behind their stuff and they they replaced them, they warrantied them. We've got a couple out that are older models that were getting upgraded, and so, um, but at the end of the day, these mowers are only like four hundred bucks, right? Four four hundred fifty bucks. The batteries is the expensive cost, but the batteries yeah. get to be used everywhere. And so instead of you going to buy a $2,000 mower that you've got all this other maintenance stuff, it just adds a lot of time and a lot of headache. Um, but again, it's also going to the mindset of kind of the, the added benefits that I saw just happened to be lucky with COVID. You know, I guess that's a kind of a sore subject. I don't want to say lucky with COVID, but you get my point. Um, yeah. It, they're quiet. So they actually have less, a less, most of those mowers and the blower is the loudest product and there's really nothing, no way you can get around it. But the mower the veneer is going to make noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. They have less decibels than a vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. And so we've had clients that are like, they didn't mow my yard. I didn't hear them. And we're like, check your camera. Oh, they were here. You know, we're like, you know, I've even thought about like rebranding like lawn ninjas or something, you know, and it's, you know, it's been stuff like that. But it goes to the fact that the guys that are using it, they don't smell like gas anymore. It's clean. Clients, if they realize what you're doing, they, they love it. Most of them are like, oh, you're all electric. Like I've had people just go with us just for that. And we haven't done a great job of marketing that. Mm-hmm. We want to push that more and, you know, because it's important. Do the, do the guys feel like 
I guess your equipment, your gas equipment was self-propelled. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and so are those, but still. So it's not a matter of like pushing heavier equipment all day because it's pushing itself. Correct. But well, the, getting things on and off. You know, push, well, I will to that point, uh, like a 30-inch mower, right? Those things are a couple hundred pounds. Are we have they have a 30 inch one came out still lighter, but these are like 65 pounds. So, like, when you go just when you're you know moving a mower up into like under a tree or whatever, right? It, it's a lot easier, just you know, you can do it by hand, you don't even need to self propel. We actually have accidentally we got four non self propelled mowers out there, and and we just use them as backup. I, I don't know yeah. how, it, yeah, it, this is a bit confusing with the, the vendor, but he just let them have let us have it. Our guys like them, I mean, they, they don't love them because. After a full day, it's it's be a little work, but they're so light that you can push them right through it. And yeah. uh, but yes, loading, unloading, it's not you know it, it's fairly simple, you know. But essentially, so the three things that I saw the benefits, right? It was the time benefit. Um, it was the quietness. So it's kind of like especially with people working at working from home on Zoom calls and stuff. They we weren't distracting them. You know, it's not like being on Zoom call. Like, oh, sorry, my lawn guy's here, and you hear him like right outside the window. Plus the maintenance and repairs. We had very little repairs. Like I know my dad is probably, I mean, he, I know he's really enjoyed it. Just not having to be, you know, tinkering with these things, just making them work to get them one next week, you know, and that's it's frustrating for everybody. And so, um, especially for the small companies who don't have the luxury of having multiple people that can come in and fix, you know, if, if it's like if I you know, had a couple of employees, I'd be the one doing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I would say, but then I took the time savings, right? And I, I figured out, okay, well, if if on average, just again, two minutes, you know, every time you try to start a piece of equipment, let's, let's say it saved us an hour a day, just because we, it would start, you know. Across three to four crews, yeah. Yeah, exactly, all that. But I found that it would only take me about 16 months to essentially pay for itself in the time savings alone. And people think, oh, electric's expensive. Yes, those big fancy like stand on mowers. Yes, they are more expensive. I I will make the argument that I think that I definitely know. I've, I've tested. You know, we've demoed them before. They're strong. Um, they hold up. You know, but we're just not there yet. And I can't justify a thirty thousand dollar mower. Yeah. We just don't use every day, right? But I think what's important is the fact that when I when I did the math, everything, not including the vehicle, I want to say it was right around including batteries. So we send each crew out with around, it was 20, we're sending out with 25 batteries now. And these are again, 582 volt batteries. And I'll get to how we charge those in a second. Yeah. So we send them out a little, you know, handheld milk crates, two milk crates and heavy duty ones, whatever, um, stack of batteries in there. Uh, they get charged every night. So we send them out with that. Each battery is around 350 bucks. So they're not cheap, but you know, you think whatever that is, I don't, I'm not terrible with simple math, but you know, 20, it's, at least six, it's about $7,000 in batteries. Okay. That we're sending each crew out uh, every day. The mowers, you know, again, we got two mowers, $400 a piece. You got uh, two trimmers and a blade edger. So three, three handhelds. Those are probably around 250 bucks, about $200 each. And I think they're relatively cheap because again, they don't come with a battery. Mm-hmm. And then we just send out two blowers and we do not use backpack blowers. We don't use the backpack batteries and specifically for a couple reasons. It's too hot ergonomically it's a little too heavy and then you've got this wire this cord you have you know kind of in your way we use i call them bazooka blowers they're, they're just it literally looks like a bazooka we've got yeah. a six inch pvc pipe with a hose cut out wrapping on the top so that damage the blower and we just stick you know stick the tube into the hole and that's that's how we store them on the van 
you know, and they're handheld there, but they, they have like a turbo mode. And so it's, it, I mean, it does what it's supposed to. Now it's not good for leaf cleanup. Like I would definitely suggest people, we do have one back backpack blower and it, it's good, but it, the backpacks they chew through uh, uh, batteries. And I've heard that batteries can get chewed through pretty quickly with blowers. Blowers are the one thing a lot of these companies are struggling with to get the efficiency down. And I'm not sure why. I mean, there's maybe it's because there's no resistance. I mean, it's just a fan. You know what I mean? Whereas like a mower, there's mm-hmm. uh, kind of the resistance with the torque. So I'm not sure. But all I know is the bazooka blowers we use, they're, they're pretty solid. Um, and again, all these batteries are interchangeable. So. So in reality, you know, we can, when I compared it, we're really, we're at about nine, about $9,000 in equipment on the van, right? I can tell most people that's again, two push, three handhelds, two blowers, and obviously your hand tools and stuff. So with most people that run these trailers, you know, you've got, especially even just a push mower with gas, right? Most of these, most of the commercial ones are thousand dollars. You got a thousand, you know, on the small ones, or you got two thousand on one. Most of them are running two. So, you know, you got that in your handles. You're probably around the same amount of money, maybe a, a hair less. Now, if you throw a big stand on mower in there, you're, you're going to blow us out of the water in terms of what it costs you to start a new, a new crew. Um, just because of the expensive, you know, $8,000 stand on mower or zero turn, whatever, mm-hmm. but it's relatively close. Right. And then again, think of the time savings. That time savings essentially pays for itself. And I've budgeted it so that essentially we could literally, I mean, I don't tell my guys this, but we could throw all of our equipment away in two years and get new stuff and it's paid for itself, right? Versus having to constantly try to make this thing, just drag it out and make it keep going. And so it's kind of the intention, you know, we want to re-up, we always want our guys, we don't want our guys having to struggle with their equipment. And I think, yeah, you know, it's a different market, right? I mean, we're, we try to get a lot of college kids real close to Texas State University and it's different, right? You get some students that, people look at lawn care, I think is like a, rough rough around the edge kind of industry it's just it's hot it's dirty you know um we don't have that as much because again they don't smell like gas you know i mean yeah it's still hot and all this stuff but texas like for, for me anyways like yeah you know if you don't like it then move somewhere else um because it's not going to change but yeah i think that's been a big deal and it, and again the the fact that we can say i mean we're just south of austin which i know that's it's kind of a green push and there's a lot of different cities that do the same thing but we can also advertise around that, you know? And so that brings me to the next point because everybody asks, how do you charge your batteries? So we, we talk and we look into possibly, you know, doing the on, on van charging. We, so we run the ProMaster vans. So when I say van, that's what it is. We don't charge on the vans. And I'll tell you two reasons why. Because for one, it's probably an added, you know, five to $6,000 to do it right. Whether you did solar, whether you did just even a plug-in, like, you know, you have to run your infrastructure to plug those vans in. And then at the end of the day, the battery still got to come out of the equipment. It still has to go into a charger. And so what we found, we, we set up a battery. Bank. We did a small renovation at our office, I don't know, about, about a year ago. Um, well, about a year and a half ago, I guess. And um, we did a battery. Well, I've got nine 20 amp breakers for any of those, those who know a little bit about electricity. I can, I got dual battery chargers. So that's how you can buy them. You can buy these six charger or whatever, but we just use the dual ones. And each breaker has nine plugs. So, well, three, you know, three two gang or three, yeah, three two gang plugs. Um, it's called six gang, I think is what they say. And that's a one breaker, right? So now I'm charging 12 batteries on each breaker simultaneously. I've set it up where I can charge around 144 batteries, I think it is, um, or 124, something like that, um, which we don't have any batteries. We have seven um, to retain. 
but that was an investment, but it wasn't terrible, right? But every day, you know, you all the every single battery has a charger. Now it's not necessarily assigned to individual chargers, but the idea is every charger should have a battery on it. That's how we know that they are getting charged because it's that's the one kicker is if you run out and we're out of gas, like you know, we should go get good on the gas station with gas. Batteries, you don't have that. You, I mean, you gotta you yeah. gotta sit there and wait. <laughs> so or like with the Teslas, I've seen the funny ones where you got a guy on the side of the road and he's got a gas can. He's filling up his Honda generator to charge his Tesla. <laughs> so I've seen that. But yeah, yeah so that, the, the biggest thing is just making sure those batteries are staying charged. And, you know, we get about an hour's runtime per battery. Um, so we, again, I, I don't think they're quite there yet for commercial properties. And I, I say that, I mean, medium commercial, yeah, you could you know, be fine. But but the big mowers, right? I mean, those are... You know, those are running. When you get into stand-ons and the yeah. batteries that are, it's like, because I've seen like Mean Green will tell you at GIE Equip mm-hmm. that like, oh, the batteries come out. So you could like hot swap during the day if you want to spend, you know, another five grand for an extra set of batteries. Mm-hmm. But I think the big thing that you've got going with the push mowers and all the handheld equipment having interchangeable batteries, like none of the stand-on equipment is able to do that yet. Right, right. Did you see... Ego's zero turn at Equip this year. Uh, I didn't go to Equip, but I've seen. I've seen because oh. we do a lot of we do have uh, purchasing with Ewing Irrigation and Landscape Supply, mm-hmm. and Ego is um, their preferred like electric. They're a dealer for Ego, um, and I've seen some things coming out, but no, I, I haven't seen. I guess you can add. You know what? What did what did you see? It so it almost looks like if you remember the like 1950s riding mowers, mm-hmm. it it looks kind of like that like very minimal um, and it doesn't have a traditional zero turn setup for listeners. I'm moving my arms back and forth. Like I'm driving a zero turn. It has a, so it is actually a zero turn, but it has a steering yoke. Okay. Uh, I've seen something similar. So you, you know, turn. And when you turn all the way is when it engages the zero turn. Mm -hmm. It honestly, like I drove it and it feels like, prosumer equipment like it doesn't feel commercial right right. and that's i think that's the biggest drawback like because i've messed with the greenwork stuff at Mm -hmm. at equip in the like outside area i think that greenworks feels built tougher than than the ego stuff does and i say that as like you know we sold our house but when i was my mom has all of my ego equipment now yeah and i think it's fantastic for a homeowner yeah. But yeah, it doesn't feel quite tough enough for. And I, I, I can agree with that. I can say that I think Greenworks is, and I can really only speak to Greenworks the only one I really follow and, and pay much attention to, but I can tell you that they've gotten a lot of feedback. Oh, they've got a lot of feedback from us. But, you know, those mowers, I mean, we do, we went through, I think we bought, we started with like 10 mowers. And I want to say all of those mowers have been replaced at least twice in the last two and a half years and under warranty. But since then, they have gotten better. And they fixed some of the things that were becoming the same issue because it was always the same as yeah. drivetrain. It was drivetrain or like a blade issue, like a, just a blade engage. But again, there's very simple things wrong with it. But then they came out she recently. We're trying to get them to let us demo it, not for just like an hour. Like I want to, I want my guys to, be able to use it at least for a day. But if they have the 30 yeah. inch, I think it holds four batteries. Um, but it still has a small batteries, which is an importance for me, right? And but you know, I think that. It's definitely, it's not like the stamped aluminum deck, right? It's, it looks for just, you know, a little bit heavier duty, but I will kind of 
remind everybody that I, that I, what I've seen is, okay, these mowers, again, they're cheap. Like I could afford to go buy four of these mowers before I had to buy a new, you know, like regular, like gas mower. Um, because again, yeah. those batteries come out, those batteries are a bulk of the cost. So, you know, I think that, I mean, yeah, it's a pain in the, it's a pain in the ass, you know, and they've gotten better, but I think there's definitely, I mean, we're only going to get better the more people adopt it and use it. But I can tell you that we're the only company in the mine market that is utilizing electric equipment, including mowers um, for lawn care. I have, I, I know yeah. some of the big commercial ones they've, they've started, like the schools out here have done some of the robotics and stuff, but in terms of electric, you know, and I, again, like I said, I, don't, I just don't think it's quite there yet for commercial, but I don't really know because I haven't had a lot of time to test it. You know, again, our market is those cookie cutter homes. So, uh, but we've been pretty happy with them and again, they're super light. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's incredible to, to get to hear from someone who's done something that so many Facebook comment threads have told me is literally impossible. So yeah, while like you're living in <laughs> unreality, could you pick up a unicorn for me? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, well, that's Chad, Chad, thank you so much for coming on and dispelling some of the myths and walking us through just the practical side. Yeah. I'm going to, if you'll send me a few photos, I'll, yeah, I'll get them posted. I'd love to see the battery wall mm -hmm. uh, and get that. Mess, in the video. Yeah. Um, and yeah, is there anything? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll put it just in the video that yeah. it's not social media ready, <laughs> but yeah, man, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me, Cody. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And if you are listening on your podcast app of choice, please leave us a rating and a review over there. It helps more people find out about the show, hopefully not your competitors. And we will be back next week.